me, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Yo, 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 we got to add real quick, AT&T, it's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. Don't we need them? Cricket Wireless can help make things easier by making the switch, starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Legal activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See the store details. Grassroots Podcast. Um, be sure to subscribe, hit the noti notification button, be notified for our latest and greatest episodes, as well as make sure you get in tune, get down, join our Discord, uh, where we talk about stocks, gaming, uh, culture, everything in between. I'm one of the hosts of the show, Brandon Killer Troll. I'm Wilson. I'm Jeff. And we have Chris Bops. We have a full house. There's a lot of people here. Um, here All except for a regular Nas. He's, yeah. he's going to be out today. Yeah, Nas is out today. Nas is, is on vacation. And like he'll be back. He's on vacation. He'll be back. He's chilling. Um, all right. So I knew that this would happen. I knew that this would happen on this show. I was dreading recording this episode for the obvious reasons of Earl Simmons DMX. But then on it just everything happening in the world. But I want to start with with uh with DMX. So like most know. Over the weekend, um, news broke that uh, DMX uh, had uh, sustained a overdose, which led to him, I believe, being in um, cardiac arrest or went into cardiac arrest, I should say. From there, uh, he was put on life support for the pretty much the majority of, of, of the entire weekend. Um, and then came out uh, Sunday night that, um, you know, or, or Saturday night, I should say, that uh, he was losing brain capacity, brain functions, things of that nature, which which then led to them, his family needing to make one of the most difficult decisions and that most people ever have to make in that in the, in that situation. Uh, and and obviously we we lost uh, a, a huge, uh, I don't like huge force. I'll say a huge. Um, I, don't, I I I'm honestly at a loss for words. Uh, it's it's hard for me to talk about this particular artist just because, like most, I grew up on him. You know, I'm, I'm very much an '80s baby. I game I came up uh, around DMX. I listened to him before every basketball game, before every baseball game, before every boxing match, before every uh, just any sporting event. I, I it, his story resonated with me. Um, he, he again was one of those artists that was believable. That just I, you, you could see that he was one of the people that wore not only his heart on his sleeve, but his his uh, his addiction on the sleeve. And even down to his last interviews, you can see where he was he was still battling with and still just with with sheer grace and still just dropping nothing but just wisdom. So I, I definitely want to pay homage to uh, to to the great DMX. Um, I'm happy he's at, he's in peace. Um, I'm sure he's up there with the rest of the legends. Um, and I want to send his, his uh, loved ones, friends, family members, supporters, uh, and everything in between, just massive amounts of love. And uh, I, I guess I'll open it up to you guys, and, you know, how you guys feel and how you're well, holding up with <clears throat> DMX was a polarizing figure. He was, uh, I'm pretty sure he was a part of all of our childhoods uh, growing up. Um, one of my friends was so devastated by the news. He actually left work. Yeah. Um, he was devastated. I'm pretty also, I'm pretty sure he also just wanted to leave work, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The fact that he actually did it, you know, that, that, that really says something. Um, I mean, he's going to be missed, man. I saw a dope picture of like him, Tupac, Biggie Smalls, Nipsey, all jumping the devil or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of pretty cool dope, little picture. Yeah. Picks. Um, it's nice to see somebody get the flowers, man. You know, even even if it is post mortem. Um, I mean, I don't know. 
I'm I'm just happy. I, I hope I know that at, uh, um, in Yonkers they're talking about uh, honoring him some way, shape, form, or fashion, be it either a statue or or name a street after him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there there's going to be a plethora of other things that are going to come out to to try to, try to um, you know just put a real emphasis on the the stamp that he's made in in just most people's lives. Not even musically. Like if you just see like did you guys see the clip of a uh, of Swiss when he was talking about him, like he was just trying to hold it together. He was saying like he was he was he was like no one knew him the way that it, that they knew him. Like he was a true prophet. Like he lived his life just literally trying to serve people, even with all of his demons, all of the good, the bad. Every day he woke up like, okay, let me figure out a way to just help people. I mean, Swiss held him down through through it all, from yeah. when he was hot, from when he was cold. Mm-hmm. Every time Swiss always showed up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Would, yeah. would put him out, put new music out with him, everything. Swiss never, you know, backed off. Yeah. Um, and that statue, that statue better be fire. They, 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 they better not have my man out there looking like, looking like- L- uh, Like looking looking kind of crazy. I'm feeling yeah. you. They, 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 it better not be like a bizarro DMX. L- looking like, like Junebug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, word. It bet, it bet, they better have him looking good, man. They better have him no looking good. No disrespect to Junebug. I'm just saying you don't look like yeah. DMX. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, word. You got to say that these days now. <laughs> Shit. Every, every, everything That's you all say. Saying. Yeah, everything. We, yeah, we're not just enjoying. We just, we just saying we want X to look good on that statue. That's all. Um, but yeah, that's it. I, I don't want to harp too much on it. I'm already really, really sad about it. I've been sad about it. I don't know how long I'll, I'll be sad about it. So, and and the fucked up part is, um, for me again, I, I used to just listen to X's music. So now it's again another person that's going to be difficult to listen to. Uh, I just add it to the list now. So whatever. See, see now the one the one thing that scares me though about this story is the stories that are probably gonna come out like this week. Cause I find I find the media to be in this day and age very quiet about like any details on it or anything like that. And that's a little bit unusual. I think that's how it should be. Yeah. But it's it's pretty unusual for today. Mm-hmm. W- would you agree? My well elaborate. What do you mean? Like give an like, example. Like, I don't know, because have you noticed that you haven't heard any details on this? You just hear them say, oh, he OD'd, but there's no there's no story behind it. Like, if you look I, at if you look at like when uh, Mac Miller had OD'd, like so, right away, they were telling you, oh, he was he was in the prayer position. Like there was all types of details. But with this one, there's none. So, so I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering, like what they're going to come with in the so, next couple of weeks. Yeah. So let me start. All right. So. How I, how I saw it and, and just from, a, I, I see it from a, a few different perspectives, right? First, I see it from a medical perspective as well as from a HIPAA perspective. So like most people don't know there's there's something called the HIPAA law. It protects your the patient confidentiality. That could be your medical history. It protects everything, right? So that's one aspect. Then there's the aspect of the family uh, confidentiality. I'm sure on whoever owns uh, X as a state, I'm sure that there was some sort of contingency put in place that would protect his legacy should something like this happen, or if he obviously reached his timely, untimely demise. Um, oh, no, I, I ain't never seen TMZ respect the, the hip, uh, uh, hippopotamus law. I ain't never see that. Nah, <laughs> or, or, or respect the family's wishes or, or doctors or nothing. TMZ is normally. I, I think yeah. the difference is, is that if he relapsed, he went back to crack. So it's not like there's this huge trail of people for them to go search for where Mac was doing pills and they were provided yeah. by somebody. And that that's my other thing. I think I think most media outlets, um, they they didn't give details, even if they knew the details, just simply out of the fact that this wasn't something or and or shouldn't be something that you should have capitalized on for for gain for for media purposes or for for you know from the from the news that's from the stance for, for, of, a de- most, of a decent person though yeah yeah no yeah, we're, the talking New York, about, we're talking the, about the media the new york no, no, post I, definitely uh showed their ass well that yeah was... hold on yeah we're, we're gonna yeah you can talk about that in a second uh jeff because we can we can definitely go into that but i think about also uh, the medical aspect of it. There's, there's a lot that happens there. Like I was, I was telling a, a bunch of people. Even I posted a picture where a, a few people hit me. It was like, "Yo, why are you, why are you spreading, uh, you know, false news?" And I'm saying that when, again, if you know anything about uh, 
what happens to the body when the body goes into cardiac arrest or when the body is, for lack of a better word, under for X amount of time. Um, it, 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 the, the, the trauma that happens to the body in that time, it could be 15 minutes. I quit, I, I, I look at it like, um, when you travel, when they say you travel to the moon, you travel out of space out, you know, it, it, it could be like a month here, but obviously when you're in space, it's like four years or whatever the difference is in time. I look at that almost similar to when the body is under, um, sedative, uh, uh, constraints or just being held up or supported by life support. So during that time, when your body is being supported by a machine uh, like life support and stuff like that, it, your body still is taking trauma. So as they start, as the reports come out where he's saying, or, or the, they're saying, hey, look, it's, it's not really looking good. And he's, he's losing uh, brain functions. I, I, I said this to a few of you guys and I said, yes, this is not gonna be good. Like my, transparently again, my uncle, just literally collapsed under some of those same constraints, not obviously from, from an overdose, but knowing what that does to the body, <laughs> knowing what it does to the mind, even if, even if X would have, uh, would have been back the way that he was, he wouldn't have been his true, his true self, right? Like he would have had some sort of, uh, deformity, maybe the left side of his face, something like that. Right. But I say all that to say that because of that, and because I'm sure that, it's, it's just a sensitive time for everyone. And, and because of the fact that, you know, you want to, you want to send him to grace. If anyone deserved to be sent to grace more than anyone else to me would be X just sheerly off of his, his struggles. I think most people, even when, when, when a lot of those false, um, uh, uh, confirmations came out of uh, that saying that he had passed early, way early on. A lot of people just wanted to to, to let it, you know, they just wanted to get, have hope. You know what I mean? Like, it was, I think most people wanted to have hope, but on top of it, I just think that as the stories come out to Wayne's Wilson's point, that you're going to start to see a different reaction to those stories. Like, I don't think this is the, the normal act or person or celebrity that passes away that you want to make up, you know, uh, arbitrary stories about, uh, you know, like he owed money or whatever. I, I don't think you would want to play with this one. It, 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 there's too much love out there for him. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? And I know that's a long spiel. Does that make sense what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm with you. That's just what I think about it. I, I think, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just a, a, a fucking crazy thing to think about. Um, but uh, I don't know. I guess to add to that, I'm glad that we got to see DMX one last time in when he was so full of life and his and his battle with uh, Snoop in, in the verses. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, like it, it, the news hit me hard and I just automatically went back to that video. And it was just good to see him being celebrated like that. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree. Well said. Well said. Did uh, anybody go back and watch some of his movies? Yeah, like I saw Cradle Be- of Grave. <laughs> yes, I saw. I saw Belly uh, over this past weekend. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I watched Belly religiously. Even though we, I know we always kill Belly, but Belly for me again. That that movie was shot around the corner from where I grew up. Like, it's a classic movie. I'll forever watch Belly. I'll forever watch Backstage. I'll forever watch just those iconic movies that he was in, just because. You know, at least it it showed his ge- his genius. I, I, someone else compared it like um, that. That was a, another generational Pac, one of a, the best storytellers of our time. And I, I truly believe that. I don't think DMX gets enough credit for his storytelling ability, for real, for real. Um, and if and if you don't believe me, just listen to Crime Stories off his first album. There's there's a bunch of different albums that I can give you where there's just different stories. Like he's he was different. He literally was not the best rapper. Was not the the you didn't, he was just sheer energy, sheer, sheer passion, sheer aggression, sheer, sheer artistry. So, uh, but I don't know. And, and then, uh, obviously with, with the New York post and all that other stuff, as much as I want to kind of kill them, I, you know, you, you gotta let the, the X's point, you, you know, if you see people for who they are, uh, and so for the New York post and, and all of those other different media outlets that, that took the, the time and thought this was a, a great opportunity to post just crazy stories about X. I mean, again, 
hopefully they'll they'll sleep at night or, or figure out a way to once it resonates with, with what they've done. Uh, you know what I mean? So that's kind of where I see it. Um, and then we have we have other news to, to talk about, right? You guys saw the, the, the trending uh, video that occurred over the weekend with the uh, lieutenant that was pulled over by two uh, police police officers at a, a gas station. Um, to, to the uh, fans and viewership, uh, so over the weekend, what, what city did that happen? And I want to give accurate information. Um, well, you guys tell me the city after while while I tell the story. Uh, so long story short, uh, Lieutenant was was driving. I guess I don't know what what city at this point, but he was driving and was pulled over at a gas station where two officers uh, pulled over and asked the uh, lieutenant to to get out of the vehicle. Uh, at the time, they didn't know he was lieutenant. By the way. Uh, and that happened in Norfolk, uh, Virginia. Thanks, Chris, uh, where this took place. So um, as he is at his vehicle, the, the officers approach, they give him two commands to come out the car. The uh, the gentleman says, hey, listen, my hands are out the, out the vehicle. I just want to know what's going on, why I'm being stopped. Uh, one of the, the officers, the, the more aggressive officer in the video, which I'm sure we'll, we'll put some sort of B-roll in, in the, in the uh, video for this, you'll see him uh, talking to him, pretty much saying, hey, get out the car. Long story short, uh, as they start to exchange back and forth, the, the, the gentleman that was pulled over in the car, he explains, hey, listen, I'm a lieutenant in the army. I don't, I, you're asking me to get out of the car off of a, uh, a, a stop. That's, that's not lawful. You can't open my door. You can't do all of these things that you're trying to do to me. I just want to know what's happening. Can you just talk to me? I'm not a threat. The gentleman was very, very calm speaking to the officer. Uh, the officer then, uh, said, listen, get out the car again. The lieutenant said, well, listen, if I'm being honest with you, I'm scared. I'm scared to get out of the car. You, I don't know what's happening, you guys. And immediately the officer, the aggressive officer responds and, and says to him, you should be scared to get out the car. Now get out the car. The lieutenant responds saying, hey, okay, I want to reach for my seatbelt and I want, but you, I don't know what's happening here. In the midst of that, uh, the officer then maces the lieutenant. The lieutenant, uh, obviously being completely caught off guard, tries to block and says, hey, don't do that to the point where he's now just sprayed in his face to where he can't breathe. The officer saying, hey, look, this, this is completely fucked up. I'm a lieutenant and in in, 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 I'm actively serving and this is what you're doing to me. The officer then re replies to him, oh, you're a lieutenant. What, what are you? What are you? And he says, listen, I'm a lieutenant. He says, you're a lieutenant. Oh, okay. Well, get out the car and get on the ground. The lieutenant then re replies and to the point where he doesn't even know what he's doing, where he just says, listen, I, I give up. Just open the door. You can see where he his face is, is completely red. He's, he's having a hard time breathing. He's also, you know, sitting here telling these and pleading for not only his life, but his service dog's life in the back of his truck. He's saying to him, hey, my dog is choking. I don't you got this is a huge mistake, guys. Please just stop. Can we just have a conversation? I don't know what I'm being pulled over for. I don't know what is happening. The officers then still make him unstrap his seatbelt and then commits to wrestle him down to the ground while he still has his hands in the air and just saying, hey, listen, I don't want to talk to any of you anymore. I just want the commanding officer where they then still rough him up on the ground where he just breaks down in tears and just it, it's, it's one of the most heartbreaking things that, that you have to see not only for the simple fact of this gentleman, I'll, I'll, I'll even remove race, right? Because I know a lot of people um, want to factor that into it, right? Let's remove race for this, from, the, from this. Yo, the fact that this man is a fucking lieutenant in wh whatever branch of government that he's in, you see his suit, you see his credentials, you see that he's not a threat. Did you guys watch the video? He was calm. He wasn't a threat. He wasn't cursing. He wasn't telling the cops that they were pigs. He wasn't saying any of the things that normally trigger cops to just be aggressive, to, to invoke some sort of violence. He wasn't even a big man. He wasn't, he wasn't menacing. He was doing none of the sort, but trying to have a decent conversation with what he thought would be people that he could have a de decent conversation with, considering they should be standing for the same things, which should be protecting people. Well, that's why you can never take race out of it, not even in a hypothetical situation, because race answers all of that. Well, hold on. We're not getting there yet. We're going to get we're going to get to that. Right. But the fact that you got to look at 
how branches of government like military, like a lieutenant is treated. Like that, the fact that that man risks his life every day, even for those cops, even, even for us, right? But to the fact that it's almost, I looked at that video like those cops didn't even have respect for our own government. You know what I mean? Like the protocol of it, the protocol of, of stopping someone, the protocol of actually listening to what's happening. No, at no point in that video did they ever tell him why he needed to get out his car, why they opened, they were forcing him to open his door, <laughs> even after sh showing him all these different things. But aside from all of that, the fact that, you know, you have an active military lieutenant on the ground and at no point did he hold some sort of a threat to where you guys had your guns drawn to him. It just doesn't make any sense. Now, speaking of different police officers, a lot of them said, hey, listen, uh, you know, he gave it, uh, the officers gave a direct command. He was supposed to follow it. Uh, and technically speaking, it was proper use of pepper spray to, 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 uh, it's, it's the most non-lethal way to de-escalate. And this is verbatim what I was told. It's the most non-lethal way to de-escalate, uh, an assailant air, air quote assailant that is, resisting arrest so can i can i put something in here the the resisting arrest part comes from the fact that they said that they pulled they want to pull him over and instead of him pulling over he put on his he put on his emergency lights and drove for an additional 100 seconds mm -hmm. so that he could get to a well-lit gas station mm -hmm. which they tell you as a person who is driving, no matter what, you can you are allowed to do. Mm -hmm. you, so he went to a well-lit gas station. But at that point, it looks as though he's resisting. Mm -hmm. But he also drove under the speed limit the entire time to acknowledge that he was being pulled over. Mm -hmm. So that was the other thing I wanted to say. Thank you uh, for that tone. That was the other piece of it. I, I don't. And I, and I understand, I understand how law works. I understand that there, you know, you obviously have to follow protocol when you're given commands from, from police officers, right? But again, I've been taught that exact same thing. You get pulled over, keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> keep, light up the car, roll the windows down. Make sure that you, you, you're not even looking. Like these are things that you, you're, you're told to do, right? I'm now I'm posing this to just us. Do we do we think and, and and then I want to circle back to Wilson's point. Do we think that just the top layer, because I don't want to go with race, I want to just go with right and wrong. Do we think that this was the right way to handle this from an officer perspective and even down to the lieutenant lieutenant's uh perspective? Because I can put some blame on the lieutenant. I could. There's a few ways where I could have I could have said, well, hey, I know that you you have your rights, and I know that you know you 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 are especially actively serving, so I'm sure you, you're well aware. But just for me, I, I look at it like when it gets to a certain point, and you know you're not getting through to these gentlemen. All right, maybe you just need to go through and just wait and just sit it out. You know you would you would kind of win this one. But on the flip side, I look at it differently. So what do you guys think? So when I was younger, my mom dated a cop. And that cop taught me that if you're ever gonna do something that's against a police officer's wishes, to be very vocal with it. So that the mistake I think he made was, obviously it was probably intelligent for him to go to the well-lit gas station. It's 2020, 2021 now, but it was 2020 then. He easily could have called dispatch and said, hey, I'm just driving to a well-lit area. My name is so-and-so. These are my credentials. But instead, now you have an unmarked car that's heavily tinted with a dog in it, driving an additional mile or two miles, whatever it was. These cops at night are probably not going to take this in the same light that they would during the day. Mm -hmm. If he would have just pulled over, if it was daytime, I don't think this happens. My opinion. Yeah. So you think that the 
you think that this escalated uh, from the beginning of the fact, uh, well, based off of the fact uh, that he didn't pull over when he when he really should have. Like you're mm-hmm. looking at it like, all right, had he not pulled he over, had time, it's off. it's nighttime. He's got time to. Th- I, you got to think like a cop. He's got time to throw things out the window while you're driving, to mm-hmm. dispose of any evidence that could be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just little things like that that cops their brains will run wild thinking of all of the possibilities that are about to approach. Mm-hmm. By no means am I justifying anything that happened in the video or what happened with the officers. Yeah, yeah no, no, you should give them perspective. Yeah. But to me, if you look at it in that regard, that okay, a cop's gonna try to build a case in their head before they they approach the person. Well, why did you drive for a hundred seconds? Why why did you? There's all sorts of things that just look fishy from a police officer standpoint. Yeah. By no means, again, am I saying what they did is correct. I'm just saying that if I it look at this, if I did the same thing in a, in a nighttime and drove on, uh, two miles down the road while I'm being pulled over or supposed to be pulled over, I'm not going to have a friendly interaction with a police officer. Yeah. Period. Um, now, this is this is where I want to, you got to bring in race. This is where I bring it back to Wilson. Do you think that dare we pose the question if he was not black or I know he's mixed. I believe he's, 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 he's mixed. Let's say we'll call him minority, right? If he wasn't a minority, do you think that that outcome would have been different? But- well, let's not, let's not say minority. Let's say black. Cause black people, black people are the ones that face this type of, um, you know, cruelty from police officers. I'm yeah, not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying other races don't, but don't know, let, but- let's not construe it. it black people it- get treated differently. But that's but that's but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can't just drill him down to being black because he's mixed. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying a minority right now. Just well, well, well. He looked he looked black. Well, that that's that's besides the point. I'm going that, ma- that makes you black in America. Period. I hear I, I hear you. What I'm saying yeah. is I want to go off the facts of what is out there. Right. The fact is is that the gentleman is mixed. He's not just black. He's mixed. So we have to classify him as a minority. So in the in the in, in the instincts of a minority, I'm not focusing on just black people being pulled over. I know white people that are pulled over and treated like shit. I know Spanish people that are pulled over. I'm saying in this particular instance, he's a minority. So I'm saying if we have minority, a class, a group, a class of people, and let's just put a, a whole another class of people, let's say white folks, do you think that this the outcome would have been the same is what I'm saying? And think about it because it there, there's well, a lot of variables. Like I, I, I looked at it from both sides. I looked at this again. I've, I've seen every angle of the video. I've seen the cop angles. Um, I've seen the dashboard uh, view. And then I, again, just speaking to a lot of cops, a lot of them say the exact same thing that Jeff has said. That's why I didn't bring that piece in because it is important of, you have to think about the cop, right? Those cops, regardless of anything, because if you look at it, the one cop on the on the right hand side of the first video that, that comes out, the younger cop, you can see that he was scared. If you really look at his mannerisms, if you can look at how he even how he uh, he didn't have that same authoritative figure as the, the 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 cop that was on charge that was in charge, right? But you can also see where the kid, you can look at it and see where he did not want a part of it. Like he didn't, he he kept saying, "Look, just get out the car." Like, hey, just just stop. Like you can see it, it was a different energy. Um, do you think that that energy would have been the same in the adverse? Of course not. So one thing that I can say, even watching the video, um, when the younger cop went to reach in to grab the seatbelt, the older cops don't reach in there. Don't reach in there. So you can tell that the cop is thinking of their safety because obviously there's a dog mm-hmm. in the car. You don't know this. This man is an officer in, in, in the military. So you don't know if this man is armed either. Mm-hmm. or what you could be reaching into. So that's he he instructed him to take off the seatbelt. Now because this 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 lieutenant is is black and Hispanic, he um you know again we are being taught we need to do things differently um just to preserve our lives. So had had he been diff- had he been a different race, could it have gone differently? Maybe, yes. Maybe. But at that point, the cops are already perturbed because they had to drive. 
You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 such a difficult topic to talk about because right, you can't on, remove race. Yeah, but hold on, stop there because this is where and again, I got to go to race, and this is my this is my point of what I'm trying to get to. You see how Wilson led with, "Yo, he's black in America, right? He you, you he looks black in America." The point of that, at least what I got from it, is he got pulled over and felt like he was black in America. That's why he was saying, "Yo, I don't want to get out the car. I'm scared." Yo, I know that this this is wrong. I know what's happening here. I'm being treated a certain way. And my stature, my clothing, it means nothing. I'm telling you guys, I'm not a threat. I don't want a problem. I just want to know why I'm being pulled over. I'll give you my paperwork. I'll do whatever you guys want want to want me to do. I just need to know what's happening. I'm I'm a little concerned. So yeah, I, I get your point. Like, I don't want that to go. Unmissed. I'm, I'm. I think that that is. I think that's what what has him go to the gaslight. I mean, go go to go to the, the lit gas station. That's what I'm saying. It's it's hard to look at this. I don't know. I don't know whether he. I can't even say whether he felt like that because he was he was he was black or minority. But maybe he just felt like that just because of a lot of the police brutality that's that's hap- that's come out. Well, well, this of course. This, you know what I mean? Like this is fresh off of the uh, the Wilder. police. The police have a heightened hostility when they approach black people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I think Tariq Nasheed said it best. He said, when black people get pulled over by the police, they need to treat it as though they're a hostage of war. Because basically that's what you are. Stop trying to talk your way out of it. It's not going to work. They're not here to talk to you. You're not going to change their mind. Mm-hmm. So, so I have a random question, and this can easily be uh, cut if you want. Um, this happened in December. Any instance of this happening previously, we knew about it that same day, that same week. It's just, to me, there's something weird about it coming out four months down the road. And that's my only thing. I was about to say before Wilson made his point is I think it's, I won't even say coincidental. Why is this coming out during the George Floyd trial? That's where I'm, yeah. That's my only, that's my thing. And I'm not like, it's just, you got to look at things a little differently these days. Things aren't for coincidence. Things don't just pop out of the news. Like these old ass clips that just keep being released. It's for a reason. It's for, it's for a reason. I just wonder, I wonder how that will even impact the trial. You know what I mean? Like, have you guys been watching that trial? Well, I mean, and I've seen some things. It's it, hard to watch. Yes. And I mean, it's not, it's not really hard to watch. Well, it's not hard to watch for me because I already expected that, you know, black people are the only people that get killed and then you get put on trial after your death. You know what I'm saying? They're talking about everything else up before this man kneeling on his neck for, for over eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. Okay. So the guy may have had a little bit of fentanyl in the system or, or whatever else. What does that have to do with this man kneeling on his neck? For over eight minutes while he's handcuffed. Technically, how, how can how can you even how can you even just justify having to restrain somebody using that technique when they're already in handcuffs? By definition, that's what handcuffs are for to restrain somebody. So he was already restrained. So so that good that's an amazing point. That's number one. And I want to and I want to lean into to this. Uh, so just for the audience. So obviously. We're going to shift gears and go into the George Floyd uh, trial a little bit because it's, it's obviously just very, very relevant, right? Uh, so to Wilson's point, he's apprehended, right? Now, mind you, that's a big guy. As the big guy, did you see the cops that pulled him over? Did you see that they don't look like they wanted any type of problem with him? I get all of that, right? But let's fast forward to the apprehension. Let's fast forward to, the, to him being detained. Again, medically speaking, if your chest is your chest cavity specifically is down to the ground, meaning you're at a nine o'clock and a three o'clock chest to the ground, your lungs and your chest cannot expand. It causes suffocation, right? So the fact that this gentleman is now down on the ground at a nine to three position on the floor, handcuffed, and now has a knee which again, looks like the pressure is being 
put on specifically the, the part of the neck that is going to also cut off oxygen, yeah, there's no way for him to do anything. But even outside of that, uh, if you notice, when as, as he's saying, I can't breathe, when he starts to lose consciousness, you see his body purge, meaning it, it, he starts to, he starts to uh, go to the bathroom on himself. That is a clear sign that the body is going. Just so you guys know, if ever you're, you, you know, you see fights online or you, or you see any, 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 even that, that traffic stop, the moment your body starts to lose oxygen, the moment that starts to happen, your body purges. You're, you're, you're on the way out. Trauma already happens there. So you're aware. Even if they resuscitate him, get him alive, your body starts to purge, you, you, you will have some sort of trauma. That's number one. But number two, the fact that the EMTs had to tap this guy to get off him. Hey, you have to move. He's not breathing. Move. It's just hard to watch. It's hard to watch, man. So I think uh, to Jeff's point, I, I, you got to look at just when things come out and when things are said and, and why they're said. Um, well, also two things stand out about his apprehension. With George Floyd, he was on his back, handcuffed. You got your knee on his neck. You mean on his chest? On his chest. On, on his chest. And um, basically, if you're if you're claiming that that man was resisting arrest, Derek Chauvin's sunglasses were on top of his head the entire time, never fell off. How how much of a struggle was it? That's number one. Number two. At what point? What were they waiting for? At what point do the three of you or four of you cops pick him up and put him in the back of the car and put and put him in the back, fam? At, what, at this point, what, what, what was the plan? The man's not moving. It, it it made no sense. It made no sense. Yeah. I don't care yeah, if he died from natural off. causes. Yeah. He shouldn't have died with you on top of him. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, we know he didn't die from natural causes, but you know. Yeah, I know. I know. I get what you're saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's how I look at the video. Like, I never. Um, I watched just the the one uh, video that went viral of the officers. On, on the neck and, and applying the pressure, and I, I stopped it. This was the first time that I actually watched, like not only the clips, but like the unreleased footage, the different angles, like it's just, it's hard to watch, man, it's hard. And But the, the toughest part about this for me, honestly, is the kids. The kids are on trial. Obviously, if you're watching a trial on CNN, they can't show the kids because they're underage. So legally, they can't do that. But if you hear these kids on, like those kids will never be the same for the rest of their lives. I don't think anybody out there will ever be the same for the rest of their lives having to witness something like that. Even those cops, they'll never be the same because I'm sure they, like everyone else, watches those videos over and over again. Some of them may think, yeah, we, we, we did the right thing. Some of them may think, damn, we could have handled this. Damn, we could have jumped in. Damn, because that's all you hear on, 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 the, on, the, uh, on trial. All of the all of them say the exact same thing. I just, like I didn't see it from that angle. I, I wish I could have done something. I wish I could have stopped them. I wish I would have done this. I would like it's it's so there's just so many different variables to it to where there was no way that anyone could have done anything to Wilson's point. Like what what can you do? All right, great. You have the the professional wrestler dude who I'm sure could have taken them out. He was he you could see he was with the shits. Like he was on trial. They were saying, hey, you know, did you did you say he was a, the 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 officer was a punk? He said, yeah, you heard the tape. <laughs> hey, did you say the officer? Uh, you you would you thought he was assisting? You could have taken him. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> so when you have somebody like that wanting to to get involved, and I'm sure he was giving off that type of energy, I think you would have had not one person on that ground. You would have had multiple people and that would have, that would have went something, that would have went left. It would have went left. So I just, I'm, uh, I'm concerned with, uh, I'm concerned with the, uh, with the outcome of it. I'm concerned with what will happen. You know what I mean? If, if, if just people don't feel like uh, justice is served with it. So. Well, what do you think, uh, and I obviously, what do you think justice has served is? is? Is it all four cops going to jail for life? Is it, because at the end of the day, they're trying them for third degree. Um, I don't know, man. 
So the, I'm thinking like, well, in a perfect situation, because that's the reason why it's weird to me that the news is starting to pick up on something that happened in December when you're potentially hearing the outcome to this. So we're getting, we're getting an, a, another police issue in the news. So that way, if this doesn't go the way that the populace wants it to, we're looking at another summer of riots and of riots and chaos and chaos. Yeah. Well, I mean, it usually doesn't go the way how it's supposed to go. Uh, he's probably going to get off, most likely. Okay, but even still, uh, no. What I'm saying is, in your mind, what would be the correct, like, this concluding cor- correctly? Well, uh, Derek Chauvin should be put away for life. I, and, I think so. But it's uh, not a it's not a possibility. They're not trying him for something that they can put. Well, him away no, for I thought life. we were speaking hypotheticals. I'm, but, but we're speaking what, in a what, reality hypothetically. What, what, what's the worst punishment that he could face? How many ten, years? Ten years. Ten years. Already not enough. So that's why, to me, it's weird that the media is starting to pick back up into this news cycle. So that way, when even if it's the best that they can do based on the the legal system. It's not going to be enough it's for not everyone. Be enough. And, and, and that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I don't know how to heal. That was my point of, of bringing up the kids and everyone that's out there. There's there's too much that was done with this. Well, well, it's not necessarily about healing when there's just going to be another George Floyd. Yeah, but that's it's not thing. it's not it's not if it's if it's going to happen or not. It always happens. It does. But that's the thing. We never give ourselves and we never really even have time to heal. How can you heal? I know, but that's 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 my point. It's like we're never you're never really given time. Like it's bad enough you're watching the George Floyd trial and having to relive all of that shit and everything else in between. And then to Jeff's point, oh boom, an old four-month-old clip surfaces of something reminiscent of something just again, just horrific. You don't really get much time to heal when when, when these things happen so frequently. And and so uh, aggressively, you know what I mean? It's I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the outcome would be. That's such a good question, Jeff. Because now you have my brain. I don't know what would be a resolve at this point, just because from a legal aspect, you're you're absolutely right. Legally, right now, the ceiling is just ten years. Like that doesn't include whether they file civil suits, whether the the the, the people that were out there they can file civil suits and and claim emotional trauma. Is there something? Well, the, the family got twenty seven million from the civil suit. Yeah, no, no, I know that, but I'm I'm not even talking about just the family. I'm talking about like the the kids that are on trial now, like or 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 like there's there was a lot of people out there. Like if the trial goes south and and for them, and they feel like justice was not served, even if uh, this guy is convicted, they're still gonna. You know, it's still gonna be some sort of resentment there. There's still gonna be some sort of something there. I don't know that I don't know that you'll ever even get a resolve with it. And I mean, not for nothing, 27 million, that's that's a lot of money. It that's great, but uh can't buy back a loved one. So back um, looking it up a little bit. Um I just looked it up and it's, if they're charging him with third degree murder, if he gets off with third degree murder and gets a maximum sentence, it could be up to 25 years. But if they charge him with manslaughter, it's considerably less. See, the problem is, is they've already entered uh, reasonable doubt into the conversation with the uh, camera uh, bias. Yep. Yep. So the the thing that I personally think is going to happen is that they're going to have him cop a plea for manslaughter, get him 10 years and it's not going to be enough. And be out in, in, in less than that. And be out in less than that. That's what, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, I think it was day... I think it was like day four where they, where they started to bring in the... the uh, he was an expert. Um, think of what it was he was but he was i i can't think of the name and i, I don't want to sound stupid but for lack of a better word he was like a suffocation expert or some sort of expert to that degree where he was explaining uh the breathing patterns and was pretty much saying they were they were trying to it was cross-examination at this point and they were trying to say well no you know the officer was doing his job he was taught to lean a certain way and that's how you detain people and they showed um what how do uh, how, how you pronounce that word Pulmonary, huh? 
pulmonary. I have a lisp. I'm not like pronouncing that. that. That is a medical term. It, yeah, the pulm, pulmonary. Pulmonary. There you go. Pulm, yeah, but that's that. That was a pulmonary. Yeah, pulmonologist. Thank you. Um, that's who they brought in. Um, that's such a good word too, pulmonologist. But um, they brought him in. But long story short, they were saying that during the cross examination, they were saying that the officers are trained to, um, even if the 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 suspect suspect is down, if you feel like he's a threat you're supposed to put your knee on because the pressure will, won't, you know, you have leverage obviously, right? But the pulmonologist was saying that the way that the officer was laying on the neck and applying pressure on the neck as again, his chest cavity is at a nine to three, um, there's no way that this gentleman was not only a threat, but that he could even breathe. Um, and you can see to, to Wilson's point, what he was saying earlier about the glasses and his demeanor, how he was leaning on the right-hand side of his, of his leg, applying pressure where he was off on the left, where he was, he was chilling. Like there was one point in the video again, where the, the guy, the woman, I think is pleading and saying, Hey, look at him. He can't breathe. And the officer looks down and looks up and you can see him dig his knee in a little bit more. So. I mean, they could go for manslaughter, which I, I, I honestly, if I'm being keeping it a buck, I do think that they're going to go for that. It's the easiest plea to go for. He'll get 10, serve less than that, maybe. <laughs> uh, not even maybe, he'll serve less than that. And uh, he'll be in WITSEC or whatever, and that's how that story will, will play out. I, think. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see this ending well. And, and just because... I get the defense's method of trying to poke a hole in the cinematography aspect with the camera angles. Um, so, but yeah, uh, but Jeff is out of here too. Peace, Jeff. Thank you for joining us again today. We'll see you guys next weekend. Yep. All right, brother. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, there's a few other things that we wanted to, uh, we wanted to cover today that came out though uh, on, a, on a much lighter note. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Wilson, you can take this. Uh, with, with Kanye. Kanye is in the news, uh, which I'm excited about this news too. Well, well, <clears throat> before I get into that, let me talk about Kanye's man, uh, Kid Cudi, wearing a dress on SNL. Not cool, Kid Cudi. Uh, <laughs> so on to Kanye. Uh, Kanye basically got offered $30 million to do a documentary. Well, for his documentary that's been in the works for the past 20 years. Uh, $30 million to Kanye right now is like a drop in the water, man. Drop in the ocean. My man's a $6 billion heir. Yeah. And uh, I, I, th I think it's going to be a dope documentary, though, man. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things like that happen, like, behind the scenes that we didn't, we didn't get a chance to see. Like, I want to see stuff that uh, may have happened behind the scenes as far as, like, his campaign goes. Um, I know that people are tired of keeping up with the Kardashians, but I'd like to keep up with the West in this documentary. Uh, personally, um, I'd like to see some of that behind the scenes footage and also just some of the things that he went through, you know, coming up, yeah, especially with like Amber Rose and before he probably has some dope footage dealing with the Taylor Swift debacle. That's, one. that's the only thing, if I'm keeping it a buck, that's all I want to see. I want to see what what really happened with that piece because again, still to this day, they both are saying the exact same thing. Yo, they, Kanye says, "Yo, we had a conversation. You knew about the record. Stop lying." Taylor Swift says, "I didn't know about the record. I was completely blindsided while my album was coming out." So there's there's two different ways that well, you could look well, at this. Well, well, she knew she knew about the record. Uh, I, I'm not going to defend Taylor Swift, but I, I will give her. I'll throw her a small bone. She was she was kind of correct in that because when Kanye had uh pitched it to her, he didn't tell her that that the word bitch was gonna be in there or something. Um because I think he referred to her as a bitch in the actual in the actual record, yeah. Actual yeah, but when he had recited it to her over the phone, I don't think they said it like that. Mm -hmm. But also she shouldn't be so uptight. Like no. relax. Well, I mean relax, Taylor. The woman doesn't want to be called a bitch. Yeah, Con Con yeah. I mean, but Kanye made you famous, so. Oh my on. god! Come on. Yo. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, for me, I'm pretty. Um, this is Andre, by the way. Um, so for me, I'm pretty excited to see like the stuff that went behind the scenes with uh, the dark, uh, twisted fantasy. One because that was like my. Like I remember getting that uh, album on my birthday, and that was like the first time I had it, where it was like 
it was like cardboard and it like pulled out and it was just like a unique way of unboxing music for that time so to see more behind the scenes of that and um just like the whole creative process i'm I'm really interested and excited to see what it does. I agree with Ande. Uh, Kanye West is an innovator. This, we, this we, man, we, I mean, hey, man, if we thought that we saw all the genius on display in front of us, imagine what we didn't see. Oh, my God. Even, yo. It's going to be magical, man. What, Wait, Wilson, I, I got a question for you. So yes, what... What era of Kanye are you looking forward to seeing the most? Like, you know, we let, let's say we come we combine the first three albums. We call that the college era. Then when he moves on to the 808s and Heartbreaks mm-hmm. era, my my twisted uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Then you got the Yeezus era. Uh, I guess you can maybe combine that with the Life of Pablo because it was just sporadic, like in your face. The rollouts were messy, but it built up a lot of excitement. And I guess to his Christian era now, like which era are you looking forward to seeing the most? I I want to see the building the Yeezy clothing brand era. You know what I'm saying? Because out of everything, that that was his most successful uh, venture. E- even though it's even though it springboards springboards off of his music and everything, he's been able to keep he's been able to keep that going and make it larger. Even though he's not, um, you know, putting out as much music as he used to. You know what I'm saying? So. I want to see like what he's doing behind the scenes with that, because even even when you look at I think it was GQ when he did that uh, interview and he had all the Yeezys that were unreleased all laid out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. I want to see like what else he has just like behind the scenes and everything. The music, the music is the music. I mean, you know, let, let, if, if I'm being you know modest for Kanye, the guy's a God when it comes to music, let's. Let's keep it a hundred. Challenge me. You, you, you be modest for Kanye's. Ch- <laughs> yeah, challenge I, I don't know that, that you could even say that word in the same sentence with Kanye and you and anything with him. That man doesn't miss. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, 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 he doesn't miss. Let's not get into this. Let's not we're do not, this. Yeah, we're not doing this. We're not doing this Let's today. not do this. I'm a Kanye fan too. <laughs> you are just a stand on another level. Let, I'm let's not, not do this. with you. I can look at him objectively. You love him to the no, death. No, no, you want to know what it is? It's funny. Everybody calls me a stand. It's just you that are, I... Yo, all look, right, hold on. Look, this listen, listen. Honest hold on, let me, let me explain out. this. Hold on, let me explain this. I'm going to be very honest. I bet on Kanye. Every time. Never lose. I'm a betting man. Okay. You're every not a betting single, man, though. Every single time I bet on Kanye, I win. That's not true. He starts doing Christmas Christian music. Everybody's like, "Oh, I don't know what's gonna happen." Then he's a billionaire. I bet on Kanye all the time, and I win. How <laughs> I don't understand how people don't come with me on this. So all I'm saying is, is it fair to say that because you're a loyalist to Kanye, that you are a uh, a stand of Kanye. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. By the way. Um, okay. I, the definition of stand, but I would hope that we're all stands of someone. No, no you're not stand. You're not like stand, no, 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 like no, no, from no. stand stand. No, listen, I don't take the term stand as an insult. I don't know why people do. I think well, that. No, no, hold I, I on. But there's, every, there's, there's levels that, to stand them. Hold there's on. levels to stand them. Well, to be, well, ain't how you put it. Any level of stand. I feel all like. Right, so are you everyone, waiting outside Kanye's house? Listen, everyone should be a stand of someone. You went by yourself? No, why would I do that? That's I wouldn't do that. No, no, you would. Don't I'm, try to take it back. I'm, you you I'm, would. You no, paused. listen, I'm, I'm a Royce the 5'9 stand. When we yeah. met Royce. And we saw that I didn't, played out. I didn't, yeah, saw I didn't, that played out. I didn't fan out. No, you didn't. That's what I'm saying. You you were the complete opposite. I was mad at I'm, you. I'm, I'm cool as a fan. Yeah, cool you, were. As a you, fan, were baby. Cool. you were too cool. <laughs> you were too cool, though. You it wasn't too cool. I picked my spots. Got it. But- as far as Kanye goes or anybody, this goes for you guys on the panel on the panel as well. Mm-hmm. You guys aren't a stand for anybody. If you're not, I feel sorry for you. You have to have someone to to uh, look to eclipse one day in some in some type of way. Yeah, to Wilson's point, there's like, got to be a bar. I'm I'm probably what he is, how he is with Kanye. I'm the same way with Drake. So like, it's like there are levels to it. So I I, I feel how you, I I understand you 100. percent but uh, my other point too was that um to also Wilson's point you they already confirmed um well Chris Jenner has confirmed that they're going to be talking about the divorce on keeping up with the Kardashians but I would like to see it um more from his perspective um because you know they they have they have their 
their shit scripted out and you know the way it's supposed to be for them to look good but we you know with Kanye that he's always the bad guy and he's always you know looked down upon I, I want to see just mainly just his point of view and yeah. and also I'm glad that you just now brought up Kim she just recently was announced she That's just recently became a billionaire as well mm-hmm. thank you Kanye oh my god I'll say I'll say it for her thank you Kanye oh my god it's not thank you <laughs> Yeezy taught her. And, Yeezy and, taught her. Oh, oh, yeah, Yeezy, oh, Yeezy taught her. First off, when the man got with her, he came, he changed her wardrobe, right? And then all of a sudden, you know what really made her rich? Aside from like, I guess she was doing like makeup or whatever, the Skims line. And that Skims line clearly is Kanye influence. It's simple. It's 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 Kanye. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Kanye. That's, that's that's so Yeezy too. So uh, Yeezy taught her. Oh my God. All right. Uh, is there anything else we need to cover before we get out of here? <laughs> I mean, there's those couple of shows we were talking about if we wanted to talk about that. No, nah, I'm not plugging those yet. We didn't get an ad for those. I want I want to I want to I want to wait first. Plus, like I said, I'm very big on um I anyone who knows me, I can't watch seasons uh or or, or show without there having a few seasons to binge on. I, I never really get vested into one season shows, even though, all right, I'll give them one. I'll give them one on day, you're right. I'll give them one. Uh, the show on Netflix, uh, Who Killed Sarah? It's, it's amazing. It's a dubbed Euro show. Uh, it's a murder mystery. It's really, really good. It starts off very slow, similar to uh, WandaVision. It gives a lot of backstory, but you have to pay attention because all of that shit matters. The storyline is really, really good. I would advise putting closed captions on just because again, it is dubbed. So the voices are off from the lip sync, but it's really, the storyline is really, 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 really good. I'm impressed with it. So that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, but even outside of that, uh, before we get out of here, there's a few, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on. Um, I know I'm going to forget it. It always happens that way. We'll cover it next week. It never matters. Um, but outside of that, um, I'm, I'm happy we got through this episode. This I was really worried about this episode. And you guys know this. This was a really tough episode. So I'm hoping you guys are, are keeping your heads up. Uh, and even to the audience, keep your heads up. Stay strong. Uh, be positive. Uh, uplift your fellow man and woman. Also, uh, stay true to yourself. That said, uh, we want you guys to have a great rest of your day. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Be sure to click subscribe, uh, comment. Uh, be sure to also hit the YouTube, uh, hit the comments up. Let us know what you guys thought about the topics, your perspectives on all of the topics that we covered on today's episode. Uh, I want to thank our, our, our new guests and special guests. Ande, thank you. This is your first time. Welcome to the show, to the program, to the team. Uh, salute to you. Um, also, Tone, everyone else that joined for today. Um, and as always, uh, be sure to subscribe, hit the noti notification button, be notified for your latest to the greatest episodes, as well as to get tuned, get down, and join our Discord, uh, which is growing. It's growing. It's growing. Uh, and then that said, uh, I feel like there was one more thing. Uh, yeah, what I want to do too, one more thing, the last thing really quickly was really just when Nas comes back next week, I do want to get Nas's perspective a little bit, not to rehash. I do want to get his perspective on it because we have yet to talk about it. Nas has been busy moving and doing a, a whole plethora of things with his life. So, um, uh, we'll talk to him next week. And, uh, outside of that, uh, that is it. That's where we at. Um, go on there. Real quick, I just I just seen this and I, I seen this morning. I want to uh, talk about it. Uh, if anybody cares, Detroit, the first mixtape is coming to streaming services. It's being mixed right now. Oh yes, thank you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go get that mixtape. That shit should be really, 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 really dope. If you never it, like wait, hold on. Now thinking about it, is it um. When is the date for that? Now thinking about it, when did they say it's gonna come back to uh, streaming? I I don't know like the date, but I I seen his story and he he was playing this the song with him and Janae that they first made together, and right. it said that and he said that it was coming out, uh, but they were mixing it now. So that that's so uh, really quickly. I know we said we were gonna get out of here, but I noticed that uh, not last week, but the week before last, they re-released uh, Janae's album. Um, 
Yeah, the mixtape, Sailing Souls. Yeah, the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it came out under alias. I, I'll send it. I'll send it to you guys. It came out under alias number one, and then the album artwork, everything was different. But when you went to go click it, it wouldn't play. So I don't know if that was a, a error. I don't know what was happening. I'll send it to you guys, but it was a completely different album, completely different than everything. Uh, it was still her vocals and everything, but it, it wasn't listed as Janae. It was, it was, it was weird, but, but that's yeah. it. Uh, that said, though, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I'm Brandon Killer BHR. I'm Wilson. I'm uh, Anarchy, a.k.a. Tone. Ande. And, of course, Chris, and you guys know Siv is always here. He's just never saying anything. He's here as always. Uh, that said, enjoy. We out. Uh, Chris, hello? Where's Nas when you need him? Chris, not hello. Grass, 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 grass.